0: Captain of
1: Engormous, uh, Kivers faces his job in GOG with Keeve
0: and Ellie and Zooey.
2: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to New Girl Old Guy, a podcast all about New Girl. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. I am your guest co-host this week, Matt Ligori, and I am doing my best at the moment to bring all of the 1.5ers back down to reality (laughs) to please the person that I will introduce now, one of your usual hosts ally lasher
1: <laughs> i was about to be like matt you want to take that again you sound a little stiff
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the best i came up with today guys that's it's, it that's, be- all I it was, that's great beautiful. that's great what a bit i have to imagine at least one person on 1.5x is looking at their phone right now like what did i do mm-hmm. wrong today yeah and
1: that person is brian scally
2: yeah and it would have been me if i wasn't on the podcast but that's okay
1: should we introduce Kiva, or should we just, like, I'm going to talk super on? fast. I mean,
2: he already was talking. I... <laughs> I'm going to the 2.0 for the 2.0 people.
1: my pet peeve uh, when someone talks before being introduced.
2: Should we try the opposite way right now? All right, and welcoming in our second <laughs> guest of the day, it's uh, Kiva Winnicker, Akiva, how are you doing today? not really a guest.
0: I wouldn't, like, just because you you're the co-host of the day. I don't know. The, the, I was talking about The guest is the host, but I don't think we're the guest, necessarily. I'm if the
1: guest. guest is the host, then, then we would have to be the guest,
0: I'm um. The guest. Hmm. We're like the <laughs> perma hosts, and they're like the like the yeah. Well, they're the guest host. Anyway. The guest is
1: the host. The guest is the host.
2: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> new girl. Hey, episode twelve, mm-hmm. season two. We Hi Matt. Season two. Hi Allie.
1: Is there? Are there only twenty? Is that correct? Are there twenty-four episodes? Yes. Oh, Keith, I have a note that I wanted to talk to you about something before we started recording, um, but I didn't uh next week i think we skip a week
0: <gasps>
1: no um
0: uh okay maybe i'll skip all my podcasts next week
1: <laughs> i thought you were supposed to do that this week
0: i was it would have been convenient nobody really thinks about what's best what's what's best for me they think about themselves
1: i only think about what's best for kiwi that is I, true, i'm what's paralyzed by it
0: what's next well, I'm, week? Best, I'm
1: on vacation so but we could pre we could do another one this mm. week and air it next week or we could mm. skip a week
0: I think this week is is bad. Like I shouldn't even be doing this. This is a labor of love this.
1: All week. right. So we're going to skip next week and then we'll <laughs> be back in 2 weeks. So I I'm glad you this. heard that. So
0: this is like the min- this is like the half season finale of season 2 for us. Right. We're going to come back strong with uh with the, uh, you know, the sec- the back half of season 2, 2 weeks.
1: Well, Kevin, you had a great prediction last week cuz you mentioned like you think they take a couple weeks off. So this episode, uh season 2 episode 12 Cabin, Directed by Alec Berg and written by J.J. Philbin, uh, aired on January 8th, 2013. So a good couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. three weeks after Santa.
0: Um, Alec Berg, famously. You know Alec Berg.
1: Did you not get my great reference? Yes,
0: I did. I did. did. But famously uh, a Seinfeld writer.
1: Matt, you see what I deal with? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, Um, you act like I don't listen every week. uh, (laughs) First episode uh, he wrote what uh, of Seinfeld was the gymnast uh, uh, a, a you know a,
1: about was, me
0: yeah it was about uh, your time in high school as the team captain um whose team is this
2: wildcats or whatever there we go <laughs> <laughs> somebody <laughs> learned something and then
0: um and but and the, but but he was the writer on Seinfeld of many episodes but he's the director of this episode the writer JJ J. Philbin is uh that Regis' daughter of course and um uh, what's it called Ken Ramirez's wife A lot of of nepotism in Hollywood. A lot of famous people shacking up with other famous people. You are so
1: obsessed with nepotism strictly because of Who Weekly. Like, you have never mentioned nepotism so many times. I've always
0: been into it, and this is just – I think it furthered it maybe. But I've always been –
2: into nepotism?
0: (laughs) But, like, I'm fine with nepotism as long as
2: it – As long as it helps me,
0: I'm
1: fine with it, honestly. What do you think of uh, Matt Akiva's Mm -hmm. take last week – that there should only be one nepotism connection allowed in each Hollywood project.
2: Like one how does that affect Schitt's Creek. Like that's my number one question because I don't want anything happening to a show that could be as great as that one. And famously, right. Isn't that like the, the dad and the son and the, the sister or something like that was well, going on over there.
1: So Eugene Levy's Dan Levy's father, Dan Levy is the writer and creator of Schitt's Creek right, and right. they both star in it. Uh, Akiva, speaking of who weekly that's a uh, who weekly's new obsession is reverse nepotism where the kid makes the parent more famous mm-hmm. I, I mean eugene Le- leave is like famous in his own right in comedy of course but kind of had a little bit of a resurgence with shit creek mm-hmm. so there you go
2: mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, yeah no it
1: destroys movies. it destroys yeah. schitt's creek i'm sure like 90 percent of the cast crew writer directors are nepotism that's They're hollywood on the family well
2: yeah no i don't think it's the uh he best take um but you know it's fine people also pointed out
0: with zooey versus bones you know only one <laughs> of them would be grand grandmothered in and the other one would have would be the nepotism you know clause person i don't know who became famous first zooey or bones
1: so do you think one of the siblings has nepotism from being the sibling of Bones or Zooey?
0: Yes, but I don't know who it is because I'm not, I'm not that familiar with Bones.
1: Who is more famous? Zooey's more famous than Bones?
0: I think Zooey's more famous than Bones, yeah. I, but the show Bones, obviously, <laughs> far more viewers on, on Fox than New Girl. This is the first episode of New Girl that drops under four million. I was just Ooh. scrolling on the right, no spoilers, went to the right side of Wikipedia and looked at the ratings. And then I went down the whole way. There's a crazy blip of 26 million, but that's got to be the Prince episode, um, unless something very insane happened with people's uh, uh, Nielsen uh, machines that week. Well, that was
1: also after the Super Bowl, so right. I think yes. that was the same. Episode, By the way, fun so.
0: fact, and we could uh, forget we had this conversation and talk about it in like a year. It did not work. Like two weeks later, they hit their all-time
2: low. Kind of. Yeah, crazy.
1: I, I would be curious to know how frequently the Super Bowl bump work. Like I, I mean, everyone, oh, it, every, every show is going to drop. I think it's it worked, used at least to work on
2: a, a show that I talk a lot about. It was a Super Bowl bump in uh, season two of Glee and it was uh a big episode there.
1: And it sustained the same numbers as yeah, after the check. Super Bowl the I'm next fact episode. Check that. I'm it's gotta fact be a huge check. drop after just i I'm not saying it doesn't oh, yeah. bump from before. I just meant like no one's sustaining the twenty six million. Do to you the next know? Season. No, 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 no but they not.
0: didn't even sustain like so uh New Girls at like three point seven and then they go to twenty six mm. and then they're at three point seven with their next episode two nights later. Like it didn't even get them like a new fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that episode. We'll talk about that episode with Chappelle, actually. So um, maybe we'll get a bump.
0: Okay, so uh, Glee. Let's see. Let's fact check, okay? It had It could 11... have been so
1: many shows. How did you know it was Glee that Matt was Yeah, about? how did
0: you know? <laughs> well, didn't you? Um, I mean, he I He just know. said a
1: show I talk about. Oh, okay,
0: fine. I mean, it could have been Survivor, which also had a. Uh, could have been a... Big brother. Yeah. Well, the big never brother never had. had I know, no, but Survivor I'm just Survivor
1: saying of other things that Matt talks about. We never intro him, so now we're doing don't it. Know, you know, about a lot about
2: big brother it's funny.
0: I did a podcast yeah. with um, with Jordan Parhar and Mike Bloom. I'm
1: going to brag about it. <laughs>
0: that Rob famously called, not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one uh, was it? Um, Where we, we watched like every... Every show that ever aired after the Super Bowl that we could find and talk about. Uh, it. Well,
1: Rob has famously shit on having watched the Prince episode after New Girl, like after the Super Bowl. I think he's like a prime example. No, I just said Chappelle was coming. Oh, yeah, Chappelle's coming.
0: Oh, yeah, Rob, season three, episode seven. <laughs> oh, you think we're, think we're bumping Chappelle
1: for Rob? Get <laughs> out of here. No way. No
0: way. <laughs> um, but um, what's it called? For okay, so,
1: people who tuned in. So I
0: must have seen that episode, um, Matt, but I, I don't really remember it.
2: Anyway, oh, because you watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: because it was Continue. 2011. We would have. Yeah. Wa- anyway, uh, 10 or 11 million every week. They get to the 28.3, so monster number. You know, part of that depends on how big, the, how good the Super Bowl is. How you know mm-hmm. if it's still close late. Like, next week, 11, 10, and then and they go to to single digits within two months. So I, I really think it doesn't work at all.
1: So I think what needs to happen is like Survivor when Survivor premiered after the Super Bowl. Like who's jumping in mid season? Off the Super Bowl watch, like to me, having a reality competition show premiere after the Super Bowl, that feels strong to me that you'd Mm -hmm. watch that and then you'd want to keep coming back. Who's
0: going to win? Right. Sure. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. We've solved everything. Let's get to some old business here. Well, first Mm -hmm. of all. Hello, Matt. Let's talk to you for a moment. Okay. what are you doing here? Why this episode? I think you were also sort of slotted in an early guest slot, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So 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 why? Why the cabin?
2: Um, yeah, so I've been, like, nervous to tell you this reason since uh, I first told you the episode. Um. So, okay, so I guess I have to give you, like, backstory on uh, New Is Girl. Is it
1: because you Malibu. enjoy racism and pl- heavy plot lines?
2: Okay, so besides that, <laughs> Um. yeah, I've only watched New Girl one time through, all the way through, one time. And I really liked it a lot. Um, I had a lot of good things to say about it to my other friends who have seen New Girl. I don't think I had any idea at the time that you were um, such a New Girl guy. But <laughs> I, uh, when you were doing this, you know, doing everything, I was like, okay, I got to pick an episode. Um, I ended up just picking an episode that was like, you know, the season and the episode that I liked an episode of Glee on. So um, I just was like, the number sounds good to me and we'll do it. And then I got to the episode and I was like, oh, um, okay. Okay.
0: Sure. So you mean it was like season two, episode seven? You're like, that's an episode of another show I like. That's good. Season two, Ooh. episode twelve. Well, don't don't forget where you are. Yeah. Silly uh, love funny songs.
2: <laughs> funny, funny, and the, the episode I'm after the Super Bowl that we're ju- that we're ju- sure. literally just talking about. Season two, episode uh, season two, episode twelve was the, the Super Bowl episode of Glee.
0: No, it's uh, it's the it's the one afterwards. Oh, wow.
2: Well, I don't know anything. Silly love um, songs. Directed by Tate 12? Donovan. Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But both episodes are really good. So um, I don't that know. It was just a reason, Matt. Yeah, no, I know. Um, so I was like trying to map out the time and I get really busy in the summer. So I was like, I can't be uh, planning this for the summertime. I want to get it a little bit earlier. Uh, and it really didn't matter to me what episode. So I hope that there was nobody else that was dying to talk about Cabin because I took your spot.
1: Well, we, I think we that's fended good off, of a like, reason. off like dozens of people. As any, to show up. I don't know why you'd need to be nervous to say that. Um, it just
2: felt super ridiculous from the second that I told you what episode I was taking. I was like, I have no justifiable reason for being here at all. Um, but especially for this episode.
1: Well, let me say this. I have no justifiable reason for being here at all. Um, nor does Akiva. In fact, Akiva has even less of a re- Like, Akiva actively shouldn't be here. He's got kids, uh, livelihood, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. other things going on. Uh, but we're glad you're here. Bo- I'm glad both of you are here nonetheless. Um, we had a whole conversation. I think the it's very fun to see what the little Goggers, not little, I was going to say the little community. I didn't mean to diminish the size of just every individual Gogger. Yeah, some of the
0: Goggers are probably but,
1: huge. <laughs> the, the Goggers uh, pick out of the each episode. So I mm-hmm. feel like our discussion on the Irish goodbye caused up a lot of conversation. Uh, I think uh, some major themes people pulled out were, like, Akiva's wrong. The sober people at the event uh, want to Irish goodbye because they don't want to say goodbye to drunk people as you so darkly tried to paint me as, like, the drunk person Irish uh, Akiva. So wrong again. Uh, but Niamh wrote, adding to the Irish goodbye discourse, Ali started. Did I start? Uh, maybe I started. Irish people never leave parties on time. We can't even end a phone conversation properly without saying bye multiple times. We are basically a deeply needy people, but good to see our American descendants are reinventing themselves, I guess. Leaving parties in that mindset is hard. All right. So apparently a listener... Uh, I assume in Ireland is is clearing some stuff up. Uh I think that's it for old business, though.
0: Yeah, we, we know we have news that ties into the episode a little bit, though. That uh we we got were a little about mun, this week.
1: Well, one minute at the end of the episode. At the end of the minute, you want to do an
0: uh, episode? I feel like we should do it at the beginning, just because Matt, it's you want to do a... the
1: one minute at the beginning or the end?
2: Uh at the end. <laughs>
0: Ooh. I don't know how we could talk about Angie without getting into you know the whole Olivia Munn thing. All
1: right, keep okay. has in the middle. Keep, do Fine, you want to use your golden one? You no, you wanna... I don't want to use.
0: I don't want to use golden one. I think that's <laughs> right. I think in the middle. Like once we get into Angie, we could talk about it.
1: All right, that jives with me. Let's actually start with the B story, gentlemen, if you don't mind. I think this episode leans it like lends itself to just be covered in two chunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, some rare organization from us. Uh, and so let's get into the what, what I think is the harder part to talk about. Um, you can agree or disagree. But mm-hmm. pr- Producer Kelly wants to know overall, what do you think of the Schmidt-Winston storyline? I love the Pixar-Winston comment. Gives Winston a chance to do a lot more, but real rough turn calling chocolate sprinkles Jimmys. Um, I want to turn this over to you guys, but I want to give a little heads up that, um, frankly, I didn't really know how to sort of digest this episode when it comes to talking on a podcast about it so i went to the experts i read a vulture article and i read an ew article about it from when it aired and i think that sort of helped me contextualize the whole thing um on my end but let's let's dig into it overall like how how did this sit with us in 2021 or even in 2013.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. They, I've, you know, ugh, I'm not going to sit here and, okay, uh, let me not do every single thing relating to how they did this kind of stuff on Glee. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of where my mind goes after spending an entire year talking about it. Um, They would have, um, you know, a lot of times where, like, characters would come up to, uh, like, uh, okay, I'm going to do it on Glee. The only, like, black character on Glee, um, or maybe I shouldn't say only, but, like, the main character, uh, Mercedes, uh, they would co- often have people come up to her, like, assuming things about her, trying to make jokes uh, kind of thing. And, like, they would tie it all into, like, such, you know, silly writing and jokes and ha-ha-ha. But obviously, like, as you get older and, like, you kind of look at things from a different perspective, you're like, oh, wow. Um, This was – it could have been written differently. Could have, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe a little bit more from the Winston perspective than from the uh, Schmidt trying to be funny perspective. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think – I think it's interesting that Winston, like, when you're talking about Winston's perspective, like this is Winston's, like, biggest storyline, prop- or, like, episode. I mean, I don't know that it's his, like, most lines, but it kind of felt that way. And it's, like, him having to respond to Schmidt's overbearing nature, let's say, mm-hmm. um, and, like, naiveness and ignorance. Um... A couple of things I pulled from the articles that I thought were really interesting. So EW said most ridiculously, Schmidt took a cue from Michael Scott, ham- the Michael Scott handbook, and endeavored to be so inclusive he actually ended up coming off all kinds of racist. So it's like, what's interesting to me about it is a Schmidt looks like an idiot. Like that's in the show. That's not like us in 2021 being like, oh Schmidt's an idiot. It's like Nick and Cece are saying he's an idiot. Winston's saying he he's an idiot. It's not like he's the hero of the story. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's the point of it, is like, he's an idiot. Um, And that it's also like, he's got good intentions. Like, I like the way that this EW writer said this. He's like, he's endeavoring to be inclusive, right? Like, there are some good takes here. Like, am I considering, is this place a safe space for my friend like that's a decent intention and it's just the execution is horrific this is interesting from vulture and then i'll be quiet so Keeve can weigh in um and it sort of over it it talks about things we've sort of touched upon and honestly not touched upon through the last season and a half on new girl race isn't a big deal in the new girl universe the show mostly uses ethnicity as a window dressing uh schmidt references Schmidt's references to his bubby, CeCe casually mentioning the Indian guys her family wants her to date, Winston's Theodore K. Mullen's voice. So when Schmidt decides to help Winston realize his true African-American self, the takeaway has less to do with the nature of race relations and more to do with the nature of their friendship. Um, Back home, Winston explains—this is kind of long, but I think it's interesting. Back home, Winston explains that the housemates aren't stifling his racial identity, quote, being black means whatever I want it to mean this is sort of the ethnic version of jess's season one speech about how she's a strong woman even if she does break for birds but the scene ends on a strange note talking about winston saying the strawberry with jimmy's comment east coasters might wince at the wording jimmy's are chocolate sprinkles and the name is allegedly racist which with rumored origins in jim crow laws for what it's worth snope calls the theory probably false for those who know the terms reputed background the line provides a jolt out of new girl's casual races for joking about universe and into considerably messier reality and and that's so when Kelly brings up the comment like he makes this like cringe comment at the end in a way it's almost acknowledging that like Winston and Schmidt are still going to deal with like issues around race and Winston's still going to deal with microaggressions or macroaggressions from his white friends even if this has sort of resolved this issue in Winston in Schmidt's mind Hmm. like that that's not like a cringe-worthy moment that the writers like omitted that that was like an intentional like this is messier than these two men are going to resolve in this moment good intentions or not
0: yeah, and people can have racist or like uh, racially like insensitive moments in a sitcom, like because the characters are not real and they're like not perfect. You can have like learning moments where someone does something wrong or like even consistently does things wrong, which Schmidt does, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, it, it is interesting because only over the last two weeks has the show really made a concerted effort to make Schmidt like an equal, on equal footing with um let's say the non Jess, you know, the other three male the other two male roommates. You mean Winston, sorry. To make Winston yeah. uh you know, with with Schmidt and Nick. And it's it's funny so that like by the second episode of, of that endeavor they're already like, you know, running running into trouble. Um but I think ultimately like yeah, because he's getting the upper hand here and they're playing it to like, all right, we're gonna get into some hijinks because of his like white guilt is so uh like over the top that he's just like um you know he that that Schmidt is you know is like willing to believe anything I say and you know he's a complete moron so like let's just get into like this insane caper um yeah there's no right it's there's no point where it's not completely played for laughs and like Schmidt was the dummy then as he is now
2: right yeah I like what you're saying though Ali about what the article said about uh like his good intentions with all of it because it did seem a little bit different from like other ways that I guess other shows have uh, tried to do something like this um, because, uh, like, I don't know the way you said, you, w- the way that you said that, I was like, yeah, no, I mean, uh, Schmidt at no point seemed, uh, like, it seemed like the entire way he was genuinely trying to make his friend feel better in, in general things that he's like, just picking up on the fact that, uh, Winston lives in a loft with uh, a bunch of white people and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he doesn't love that, but like also Winston has never said anything to him or to any of them to made them feel that way. So I don't know why um he expected that but uh you know it doesn't hurt to check in with your friends at all times about anything and you know see how they're doing but obviously yeah like the way they play it up for laughs uh everything schmidt related is just that's just schmidt that, that's you know the character they write here
1: and I, I love the comparison between the moment in like jess and julia or between jess and julia i think it's also the episode called jess and julia um where jess is like i can be this independent woman and be like cupcakes and wear dresses and break for birds the, the, the issue I have is, like, and this is what you were saying, Matt, in terms of it not being from Winston's perspective, is, like, Jess has allotted, like, the entirety of that episode, basically, to, like, explore that and both funny ways and serious ways and engage with that in a real way. And, like, Winston is, like, getting great time in terms of like Lamorne really demonstrates like great his great acting ability in this like I love his facial expression when he's trying to like stifle the laugh uh, and then turns around immediately and like t- t- tells the crack cocaine story to Schmidt um, but it's like he's not really being able to grapple in this moment with like tensions that may exist in the loft or how he might feel about it but then he gets to the same end where he's like you know I like I have been black my entire life, and that means what I want it to mean. Like, he makes a very similar speech to Jess, but doesn't get, like, the full work of the A story of the episode to deal with it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I mean, let's go, Let's go. like, into the episode, because we're being vague, but people who just listen to the podcast oh, I was and just, haven't even heard the episode.
1: Oh, I I mean, I like, do we have to go beep-by-beep? Beep? We can go beep-by-beep. Beep, no, like, not even
0: beat by beep but I guess, like, explain. I the, think we are in the, the, the episode.
1: Plot. Go ahead. Okay, fine. <laughs> go explain it.
0: Well, I didn't even do the. Um, to back up a second. Oh my
1: god, I do... forgot about the digest. Yeah, yeah Kievy's digest. We were on my... such a roll. I forgot. What
0: from your what? Do you have like uh, notes or do you have like I a... Have a Google Doc? That's awesome.
1: <laughs> what do you wow. think? I'm just doing this all from memory. <laughs> Every week, I I have the same structure. I delete the episode notes from last time. I have the headings: old business, Keeve's digest, episode, Keevey guide. It's all about you, Keith.
0: Well. Wow. Um, All right. Yeah, go came... ahead.
1: Give us the di- very simple the digest of this story, and then you'll give us another digest as we get into the the cabin story.
0: Double digest. Okay, fine. Uh, so yeah, this half of the story is as everyone else is off to the cabin, Schmidt and Winston have uh, a night where they hang out. Um, Schmidt wants Winston wants in, Indian food. Schmidt basically tries to you know eventually I think. um... <laughs> Cons him into, into, like, let's get ribs. Like, no, you don't want Indian food. What are you talking about? Uh, talks about, you know, uh, how he sometimes uh, craves his uh, Zadies egg salad. Anyway. Uh, very, uh, Winst- you're
1: you're giving, doing a great job at the 30,000 feet here. <laughs>
0: Winston, Winston uh, realizes he really has Schmidt here and could trick him into doing whatever he wants. So he, he tells him that he really wants uh, his old childhood favorite, which is crack, um, which he used to have. Crack uh, cocaine.
1: <laughs> crack Crack cocaine cocaine. (laughs) with uh,
0: with his mom and her mom and her mom and um they go on a caper where uh to try and find some cocaine and uh, a lot of hijinks happens uh and uh it's you know interesting high stakes maybe uh for a second you know they uh we talked about like how often do their lives are their lives in jeopardy on this you know non
1: did we talk about that
0: oh like six weeks ago it was like (laughs) When, when, oh, you know, we talked about it two weeks ago actually with Angie's boyfriend, where it's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. And it's like, well, how often does that happen on the show where it's like Nick's life is in danger briefly for that second, right? Uh, and it seems like it is again. Wasn't that last t- week? Was that last week? No, it was six weeks ago to two weeks ago to last week. No, I think it was two, was two weeks, ago. weeks ago. I think Angie did something else. <laughs> oh, right. Else that was her first week. episode, right? Yes, that wasn't she's her third.
1: She and I'm sure her last to ask a question. Let, all right, uh, you're, this is not a digest anymore. This is a one-man show. <laughs> okay, so go. Don't, all right. Well, you mentioned Zadie's egg salad. Obviously, this is a Jewish podcast. We Matt LaGuardia, one of the most um, commonly mi- mistaken men for like for non-Jewish men in mm-hmm. my mind. Yes. <laughs> Anyone, There are two of my friends, Matt and someone who's not in the podcast world, that for the life of me, I can just never remember that they're Jewish. I don't mm-hmm. know what that means, Matt, but I just can never remember it.
2: I don't know what it means either. And I know that I've, I probably mentioned this to you guys, or at least uh, probably to Allie. Um, I try to be like the listeners and respect Akiva's time is probably, you know, better spent with his his children. Um, But yeah, no, I I don't know for like my entire childhood and being in like high school. I don't know if Akiva can relate to this at all. Um, But like growing up as a Jewish kid on Long Island, I was like, okay, there's no one else here. And uh, I'm like looking around like, okay, um, I guess I just kind of keep this to myself for now. Um, And then as I got older and like the whole like community that we are in is like all Jews. And I'm like, oh, my God. Hi, you're all here. <laughs> Wait, so, you. Yeah, you
1: grew up with no. I thought you were kidding. You're saying in Long Island, you grew up in a part of Long Island with no Jewish people.
2: Um, I wouldn't say none. But I would say if if anything, they were probably kind of like similarly feeling feeling similarly to me that like, I don't know if I could name five Jewish kids in my school. I'm Akiva sure that they were there. relate
1: to that. I'll tell you that. Right now. Okay. <laughs> to I was that going Yeah, no, 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 no.
2: Now. You're you're right. I was just yeah. thinking Akiva, Long Island. Okay, we're on the same page there, but you're mm-hmm. right. Most
1: people would think I'm I'm Long Island illiterate. Like I know nothing about Long Island, except mm-hmm. I would assume everybody's Jewish on Long Island.
2: Um on Lo- Long Island land, maybe, but not necessarily where I was. So there's that. Um, So, yeah, uh, having this podcast has been so much fun to hear like you guys talk about like all these different stories. I'm like, yeah, that my grandma does that all the time, whatever it is.
1: It is terrifying to me, Akiva, like that this and and this is not just from you, Matt. Like I read our international comments Mm -hmm. today. I spent some time reading Canada, Canadian reviews, Australian reviews, American reviews and people like genuinely feel like they're getting a jewish education and enjoy that and i'm like <laughs> i love it you should not feel like i am giving you any jewish education
2: also to backtrack my last name definitely does not give off jewish vibes mm-hmm. so because my dad you know last name wasn't you know he was yeah, like you, 50 50 however however you split that up
1: but you have you have uh, do you have gentile energy
2: um is that a good thing probably not
1: it's not a bad thing it's a thing <laughs> it's not even a thing. I I, I I can't believe we haven't gotten Akiva to jump in here in his subject matter expertise. How Jewish well, do you gonna, think
2: I am, Akiva? How how Jewish do I am? Uh,
0: what does that mean? I don't, I don't know. know. That's not even that's not even a question. You, are, you <laughs> either are you are and, and you are. So I think that's uh, that's the end of it. Akiva I've been doesn't Googling, sit yeah. on
1: a high Jewish horse, which mm. I respect.
2: Mm-hmm. He's welcoming. I'll say this. Um,
0: hold on.
1: What will you I like the menorah.
2: I like the uh, the candles. I uh,
1: you don't have to prove yourself to us, Matt.
2: I feel like I do.
0: Yeah, I think there's over a million Jews on. I was looking at the Jewish population along. I think there's over a million Jews on yeah. Long Island, which would be more than any you know, Jerusalem or Tel Aviv. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, obviously, I grew up. Uh, I don't think there was anybody on my square block, you know, all four corners that that is not Jewish. So I didn't have the exact same experience as Matt. Yeah, Matt from the uh, editing
2: room. Let's take that part out. Okay. <laughs> Um. All right. What else, Allie?
1: That So, OK, you don't feel anything about that. We're responsible for a, a semi-international Jewish education here. I think that's cool.
0: That's very cool. That's certainly not I what we intended. Positive. I hope like, it's
1: positive. I hope it's
0: positive. It's not what we intended. Um. But, you know, listen, if that's part of the podcast, that's that's cool. All
1: right. So let's get into it. As you might imagine, we had a lot of questions about this listing of Jewish foods. Um, So, thankfully, we have three Jewish people here to talk about it. Um, uh, As you importantly mentioned, um, Schmidt is being stereotypical about what restaurant to eat at and says that he craves his Zadie's egg salad, pastrami piled a mile high, matzot, kreplach. uh, And producer Kelly says not to relitigate the top Jewish food debate. As a strong Jewish man or woman, what is the food you want to eat? So, is this the right list? Or what would be the list of Jewish nostalgia foods, J- nostalgic Jewish foods for you?
0: Well, uh, do people really have, are people really having matzah outside Passover? I mean, this is conversations happening in January. Well,
1: and you and I have thought out how, mat- whether or not matzah belongs on the Mount Rushmore Jewish food.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I said yes.
1: Well, then you would say yes to your own question.
0: Um, I, I don't know, like, what was he going to say, like chicken soup? I'm not sure. But uh, Zadie's egg salad. That sounds gross, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's not, not a part salad. of my my Jewish life. Mm-mm. I think, I mean, also Kriplach. I, I, you know, I think a lot of, I don't know if this was your experiences as, as children, but my experience as a Jewish child was like being very reluctant to eat Jewish foods. I don't know if like the names mm-hmm. turned me off, but like I didn't have a matzo ball until like my late teenage years and then was like, oh my God. This is just carbs in a ball. Like, this is amazing. What was I afraid of? Mm-hmm. I didn't have uh, pastrami until I was basically an adult because I don't like cold meat. And I didn't really understand that it was a warm meat product. But regardless. Um, so I feel like I have avoided a lot. I, don't, I still don't eat blint souffle. And all the Jews go wild for a blint souffle. But just the word blint like, turns me off. Mm-hmm.
2: I have no input here. My my experience. Uh, what? Well, remember when you said I was to prove myself? So that's where I'm gonna plant my flag here. Um, no, my experience was and still is. Um, if my grandma's cooking anything that sounds like I can't pronounce it, I'm probably just gonna go pick up McDonald's before I get
1: there. <laughs> Kiwi. So we stand. need your expertise here.
0: Hmm. Well, with what? I mean, I I I said what I like. I think. Uh, Did you? You like, said
1: chicken soup.
0: I mean. <laughs> I, I guess, like, Kugel, I think, like, I, I, I could always go for some potato Kugel. Also, I, Kugel
1: I, has a funny, I'm more of a sweet Kugel gal myself. I'm but not, Kugel, I'm not. Yeah. Kugel is comedy, so, like, that could have belonged here, actually, probably, in, in, he, yeah, instead of Yeah, he has said Kugel
0: before, but I agree. Kugel is funny is a funny word to say like that.
1: How did Kugel do in your word draft? Did you, ha- did you venture outside the English language or no?
0: No, I don't think Kugel, it's not, it's a funny word, but it's not, like, a good word. Like, it's kind of, it can be gross, like, I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use Kugel in my word draft unless we had like a thousand picks.
1: I kind of like it. Kugel's funny. I don't like when people say Kugel. I got to say, I really yeah, don't like Kugel. Kugel. Yeah. What'd you say, Matt?
0: K- Kugel, Kugel p- for cocoa K- Puffs.
1: <laughs> Kugel for cocoa Puffs?
0: Imagine if they had Kugel Puffs, like a cereal Kugel
1: Puffs. I think that would be, if it was K for P, if they had a K for P cereal Kugel Puffs, uh, for mm-hmm. people who don't know, kosher for Passover, K for P. Uh, kugel puffs, I think that would crush. My mom makes a matzah kogel. A kogel mm-hmm. is a noodle casserole. We've talked about casseroles, It's like a noodle pudding. It could be sweet or savory. Uh, my mom makes a sweet apple kogel that Akiva, I guess, would insult my mother and toss it out and decline the sweet kogel like a rude person.
0: Um yeah, I, I wouldn't decline it like sweet noodle. I would eat it, but uh, but it's not it's not my favorite. Let's let's move on to the, with the
2: episode. Okay,
1: uh, you know what? You know what? Someone who's going to be on the show, um, our our friend Ian uh, Akiva, said that he's listened a... to about eleven podcasts with you on it. Now he's been listening to some thirty two fans, and mm-hmm. he was like, Akiva always rushes to get off and complains about the time that I like don't want to <laughs> upset him. And it's like we're having fun, we're talking about Kugel, and you're just like, let's move on. <laughs>
0: Well, I feel like our cool conversation has reached a natural end.
1: Okay, so then you, why don't you move on? Why don't you do a segue like you would if you were on Renap and, like, bring something else up? Ooh. Like a yes and moment. Instead, you're just letting us wither on the vine and then I had a good,
0: I had a good pitch, um, like a good plug this week. For you haven't had
1: a good pitch on Renap in a, a good decade. plug.
0: Yeah, no, I had a good plug on Renap for this podcast. I was like, it's two Jews talking about Santa this week on NGOG.
1: Don't even mention me in a plug on Renap. We don't need. I just people. said Jew.
0: I just said a Jew. It could have been any Jew. Can I, didn't, can I, I say? Didn't specify.
1: Can I just say, and this was yeah. going to be at the end, but uh, the aforementioned Neve said, um, "I've never listened to Renap in my life, but I'm beginning to warm to Ali's vague. Uh, I don't know this word, enmity, towards mm-hmm. it." Even yeah. though I know nothing about it. That's how cults start. Also, you should a banana. So I love that I am like seeping into the, an- like seeping the anti, or pushing the anti Renap narrative to people who have no idea yeah. what Renap
2: is. like hostility. I don't like it.
1: And it's working.
2: Boo. All right. I mean, but really let's it. A- oh, no, we shouldn't talk about that show. I was going to say, let's mm-hmm. watch like a third movie in a, in a row. Like, that's crazy. The only time I get to talk to you, Akiva. So just that. Uh, yeah. We'll anyway. anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry.
0: It's all good. It's all good.
1: Just another tired uh, nap an idea. I have um, a question for you guys. We, oh, oh, I would love you to move the conversation along.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it is interesting. I, I was just thinking with the, uh, if we're still in the Winston Schmidt situation, like, we, again, we haven't really got to the bottom of, sp- now, season two of, like, how diverse, if at all, the writer's room is. It doesn't seem to be super diverse. So it is interesting. Like, it's just, like, a random, extremely rich white lady writing this episode
1: yeah actually i hadn't thought about that but you're right um i do like the scene in the car where they all all three of them think they're robbing each other with robert and winston's just like shoot him shoot him i mean yeah. yeah that's a huge we got a question from either matt Stewart or kelly i didn't pull him. it's like yeah why is robert getting into the car
2: he just sits down in the back and
1: he's like <laughs> okay where are we going
0: have you ever accidentally gotten into a car and then realized like oh it's not your car not your friend whatever
1: do you think I've ever accidentally gotten into a car that was not the car? You barely go
0: into cars that are intentional. So I'm gonna say no.
1: I'm checking the plates on the Ubers, baby. I'm not just getting into cars. <laughs> really? really? Oh man. Really? <laughs> yes. You have to everyone. Checking the plates be beforehand. So like
0: plates. you get texted a plate beforehand. I'm not a big Uber. Yes,
1: person. you get texted, you find out what the plate is, and everyone should be checking their ride chairs to make sure the plate matches. Mm. Uh you wait. This is actually pretty funny. I took an Uber from Hoboken. I was with my excuse me, my family in Hoboken and the car comes up, there's no plate on it. So I go to check. There's no plate. I go in. So here's the thing. I'm checking the plate, but when there's a suspect situation, I'm still getting in the car. So I go in and I'm like, sorry, you don't have a plate. So I'm not able to like verify the plate na- number. And he's like, it's on the windshield. Like it was like a new car, a new plate. So they have the like paper printed version. Mm-hmm. And I had to be like, sorry, I don't, really drive it all so I don't know anything about cars like I didn't even <laughs> think to like look anywhere else that there might be something some reason this man doesn't have a plate on his car
0: I don't know anything about cars it's funny
2: I don't know anything about cars at well, all you,
1: you belong here Matt <laughs> I,
2: I mean I have one but we usually like whenever I need Whoa, a new one brag
1: well I, I
2: live on Long Island where are else house we take the train to <laughs> he's uh he's got a, and and he's got a car um, I don't know
1: anything about cars but I own one
2: I have one. And when I go to the place that you get a car, um, you know, the, the, the used ones, I'm not out here buying new cars. Like, I don't know what you think I am here, but um, I just look at like whatever I think is the nicest. And often I'm told that that's not the best move because like the nicest it within, of course, like my budget, you know, like
1: how do you judge great. niceness?
2: Um, so it's usually got to be black, blue or white. Uh, it's got to look clean. Um, and then I take it, like, for a spin around the block if they let me, and if it feels good, I make my decision within, like, an hour, and I'm good.
1: Matt, are you using your fancy car to drive to Brian Scally's second home?
2: Fancy car? I've been invited before, but he— uh, it, Wow! It seems...
1: Wow! Well, Eva, you ever uh, been invited to Scally's meet second home?
2: I've never been invited to the messy first home, the neat second home. I don't get okay, invited well, this anywhere. Is, this is on him, not me, but uh um it's always in the summertime. I'm busy in the summer. We've established mm-hmm. this.
1: All right. So yeah. let's get Matter back to the episode. Matt, if you want to hang out with
2: Ligori, you gotta you
0: gotta you gotta hit him up in the winter.
1: Yeah. Excuse excuse like, me, November. Akiva, could we get back to the episode, please? <laughs> I did like Winston saying there's so much more that annoys me about you that I haven't even gotten to race. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, great episode for Winston. Um, rough episode for Schmidt. Let's get to the cabin. Kiwi, can you give us the digest for this part of the ep?
0: Yes, we're going to go to Sam's boss's cabin, as he tells us multiple times. Uh, I guess that's like the king of the hospital. And <laughs> Sam and Jess, Zoe, Sam, Sam and Zoe are going to go to uh, this cabin, and somehow, on the, instead of just the two of them going in the romantic little uh, weekend trip they take nick and all right time to talk about it olivia munn angie in what's ostensibly what's almost certainly her final appearance uh on this uh wonderful television show new girl they uh, have a double couples uh, retreat and uh guns are involved absinthe is involved uh, potential swinging is involved um wild times had in like you know the 10 or so minutes we got to spend at the cabin which we cherish of course
1: all right. Um, so yes. Akiva, explain to us why we had to talk about Olivia Munn's personal life in order to discuss this episode from 2013. <laughs> well, we didn't really,
0: but you know, Ellie <laughs> and I were are bit are both big John Mulaney guys. We had we had been discussing John Mulaney. New and... girl
1: John Mulaney guys. Should we should we change yes. the name to New Girl Mulaney guys?
0: Well, I, the better time to do that would have been like a few months ago. Now we'd freaking be canceled if we do that. So. Mulaney in the in the uh, you know after getting out of rehab drops hey I'm doing stand up in New York City.
1: My friend went to one of those shows. Can you believe that?
0: Yeah, it was like sold out before they
1: announced it. No, she loved it. I mean, he's a great comedian.
0: He doesn't mention the divorce. I assume, right?
1: I didn't talk to her directly, but I talked to her sister about it.
0: Okay, fine. Um, uh, Mulaney drops the shows, drops the bomb that he's getting divorced, which appeared to have come from the wife leaking it from from his now ex wife. Uh, and then, and then, they like, one wondered-
1: statements about it.
0: Did he make a statement? She His has a st- statement. She-
1: was like, I'm divorced, and now I'm going back to my like, I'm focusing on my sobriety and my work. Goodbye. Like, it was uh-huh. it was the PR person saying like he will not be talking about it. Got it. But it,
0: it, but right, right, which which to me meant that like she is probably leaking. Well, of it.
1: course, everyone's picking up that the wife gave more details, which is like I'm devastated that he wants a divorce, mm-hmm. and but yeah. I wish him the best. So like, of course, that's going to be like the buzzier
0: Right, and also ka-ching, there could ka-ching. be a legal battle. Like, I assume there's a lot of money at stake, so I assume that they have not sorted that out Petunia. yet. Petunia, what about the dog? Yeah, and Petunia, that's a big one, too. Uh, and then uh, and then, almost immediately within 48 hours afterwards, drops, oh, by the way, I'm dating Olivia Munn, and we met in church in May, which is, like, demonstrably false. and like. Well,
1: no, yeah. I mean, there's they met at Seth Meyers' wedding. I did a lot of reading because I knew we would do a little Munn minute here. Mm-hmm. And they met at Seth Meyers' wedding, and... Olivia Munn gave an interview in like 2015 that was like, I was so obsessed with him. I just wanted to be around him. She was dating Will Forte. That I had no idea that Olivia Munn dated Will Forte. Talk she about just, lash theory. I thought Ooh. she
0: married Sudeikis from the same like SNL crew.
1: You're thinking of Olivia Wilde.
0: Oh, Olivia Wilde married Sudeikis. You're right. Yeah. You're get right.
1: out of here with this. Let me mm-hmm. let, let's leave the celebrity gossip to the real pros here. So no. Olivia Munn was with. Imagine Will if I Forte. said that when you were
0: talking about sports.
1: I, I would be fine with that. That would be accurate. And Everyone often, else would
0: be like, "What a jerk!" You know, you
1: wouldn't have to say that because I do leave sports to you.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> um, fair enough. Keep going. But
1: I mine you as as we talked about before the podcast, I mine yeah, you for yeah. sports information that I could then mm. regurgitate. So, mm-hmm. um, Olivia Munn, Will Forte—they're at Seth Meyers' wedding. She meets John Mulaney, who's there with his then fiance, uh, now ex, soon to be ex wife. Um, and Anna Marie. Olivia, And Olivia Munn talks about, like, going around the wedding. Like, she's giving a funny interview. Like, I just, like, he was so interesting to be around. Then she emailed him, like, do you and your fiance want to, like, hang out, get lunch? Like, I love you guys. And he never answered. And she attributes that to, like, maybe I had his wrong email address. I'm like, maybe he was tempted. No, I shouldn't mm-hmm. say that. So, look, it's complicated, right? Like, he just, uh, he had a long sobriety that he had talked about in his specials and was o- very open about. He ended up going back to rehab, um, He's was raised Catholic, his wife is Jewish, he talks about that a lot in his stand-up, it's very funny, <laughs> honestly. Um, and so if they met at church, maybe he's going back in his sub- sobriety to religion and maybe that's helpful to have a partner who's also religious. I, I like, of course, I want on my head wants to explode. Like, how do you divorce a woman after seven years and start dating someone immediately? But there are nuances and complications with his addiction and his sobriety that I don't want to beat you. And about. we also
0: don't know the timeline at all.
1: We Well, I mean, I think that people have said or like the the press is saying that, like, he said he wanted to divorce three months before the statement came out. So. I think that he went to rehab in December and three months ago, he told his wife he wanted a divorce. Again, from like people and, and you know, variety and the people post, um, writing about this. So, and now he's dating Olivia Munn. I'm not saying he cheated on her, but it's quick from a seven year marriage to at the most three months later.
2: Yeah. I'm learning so much. Mm hmm.
1: So, what do we, why are we talking about that? Uh, how did, no, this, that's it.
0: That's it. That's all we have. To, that's this would have been more about.
1: appropriate at the end of the episode.
0: Oh. Well, then, at that point, she would have already been written out of the show. And be <laughs> so you, so you assume,
1: purposes. so you assume.
0: There's no way she's coming back. She like, I feel like she gave them like a day, like she disappears off screen. Nothing ever happens. It's kind of weird. These Although these
2: it- personal life sections are so you know they're always so hit or miss. But there's oh, that's obviously like the go to spot on anybody's wiki page. Like mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Like the, the- Mulaney is a fan of the Chicago Bulls. Like if I had a <laughs> wiki page, it would have said. Ligori is a fan of the New York Islanders like New York that Islanders. would be notable you know, that would you know, that
1: would be notable if I were reading your wiki page I would do you that.
2: know Matt like is is a
0: huge like legitimate like diehard Islanders fan mm-hmm. but like his Islander tweets uh, Ali do like so little business I guess and like it's not a <laughs> big yeah, not a huge crossover between hockey and big brother how much business like,
1: do your Mets tweets do mm-hmm.
0: I don't really tweet about the Mets but <laughs> my point is I'm not knocking I'm, I'm telling you what Matt has told me before that like he doesn't really tweet about the Islanders because uh, he thinks there's no interest out there, even though he loves the Islanders, isn't that
2: crazy? Yeah, I keep like you know my I keep my eyes on the team, and I keep everything you know I'm paying attention. But I don't really have a lot to say. I think I used to have more to say when I was like, "OMG, Anders Lee scored a goal!" But like as I got older and stopped tweeting things like that, what am I gonna say?
1: You could be like, well, "Guess like what uh, are you gonna Brian, say, what do Brian you say? Cohen, prolific Yankees uh, tweeter?
2: But, like, that's his thing. That's, I would say his thing is more Yankees than TV. Even though, oh, like-
1: oh, <laughs> oh excuse me, Matt. No, I think
2: Brian would agree. Like, he well, likes the Yankees. What people should know is that TV.
1: Matt hosts a challenge podcast on another network. So, it is cold as ice for him to say that <laughs> Brian's thing is not TV. Brian's thing it, is the Yankees. Well, guess what? Am Brian's I wrong? thing is One Tree Hill and the challenge. And he is the foremost. Tweeter about the challenge history right now uh, in my time. That is true. We, we can so, never take that away from him. I but would I think if you like so, – like the, the, the,
2: the frame of reference that I look at things, like if I could only have one of these for the rest of my life – like T V or like not even not even just these two specific so you would categories. Pick, like you
0: would you pick the challenge or the Islanders, Matt?
2: I would pick I would pick TV. I'm I'm not talking about the challenge. Ah well T
0: V is a huge that's like a, a how huge do you watch one. the, the Islanders, you, Matt? How would you watch the Islanders with <laughs> that TV? You go to a movie theater? Like I don't even know this would work.
2: Television shows and and movies ah, okay. and, and media. What about reality
0: well, shows versus the Islanders?
2: Uh, Just reality, reality shows, 100 okay. reality show. But, but
0: I th- and I, I feel like
2: Brian Cohen would would choose the, take Yankees the Yankees over reality shows.
0: Yeah, I that's what I'm getting well, I, you.
1: You know, it's I, interesting so. though because it's sort Can of. Can you like, text our,
2: Brian and ask him?
1: Yes, I'm not saying that he. I'm going to send him a voice note because we're going to uh, talk
2: to him in like an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, we are, but uh, we want this scoop for us here. Um, people get mad when we talk about NGOG on the Challenge podcast, which is rude. Okay, <laughs> all right, we're recording NGOG, and I need to know um, if you could only decide between reality TV and the Yankees. Which would you decide now? The, One must the Yankees, go forever. The Yankees franchise would survive. You just wouldn't be able to watch the games or be a fan. I think that's fair, right? Like, yeah, yeah th- It's yeah, not like fine. he's wiping the Yankees out of the league. No, oh,
2: that, that would, would be, be pretty, nice. Pretty rude to me. That would, I would love that. <laughs> those yeah. people and their families.
1: Well, it would be. You'd have to be like they'd never remember it. It would never like have been a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So while we wait on that, and I simmer with the disrespect, let's actually talk about this. Um, mm-hmm. So Jess. Is trying to persuade Nick at the top of the episode to come away uh, for the weekend with her and Sam. Matt Stewart says, are Nick and Angie the worst people to invite to the cabin? Matt, did this like make sense to you that she would want them to come?
2: The worst people to invite? Okay, no, not the worst people to invite. There's...
1: Maybe in Ooh. the universe like of the available options that we're aware of. Um, well, they definitely
2: seemed, uh, well, okay, Angie in particular seemed to have her own plans of uh, how that week was going to go, or this, this weekend at the cabin was going to go. Um, I would have, I think they were, they seemed like a fun time, though, once especially, you know, and it's funny how you talked about this last week, and then this week also had more alcohol involved. Um, you're 100% correct that people that don't drink or know anything about alcohol sound Really dumb talking about alcohol. So here I go. Um, but once the drinks got flowing, they seemed to be having a great time. And I, th- even as a non-drinker, I think I would have had fun with them.
1: Akiva, uh, Matt Stewart also wants to know: um, Are you? I'm just gonna, I was going to ask you a, jo- a joke question, like, "Do you swing?" And I couldn't even get it out. He did not ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it. <laughs> it's like asking my dad, like, "Do you and mom swing?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. anyway yeah I mean I'm I'm not an absinthe drinker I don't really understand absinthe like a real absinthe is like illegal and also like has like hallucinogenic properties I think that's what they were quote drinking but I think you can also get absinthe that's like fake and like run-of-the-mill not an absinthe or creme de menthe drinker. I,
0: not only have I never drank absinthe I don't know if I've ever been in, like the same room as like someone drinking absinthe
2: I, I had not heard of it I don't think until I just watched this episode again.
1: I've been in bars like in Europe or like places that are called like the Green Fairy and like whatever. They're like absinthe forward bars. But Allie from the editing room. The Green Fairy is a bar in Colorado. Colorado is not in Europe. Back to the show. Like I have no interest in that. I did drink creme de menthe once and I will not drink it again. I know that's not like the main, but it's very funny that Zoey's is like, "Oh, crème de menth, like let's mm-hmm. let's sip on this." It's like very you would not take pulls of
2: Matt. You're not creme. a big drinker, right? Uh, try not a drinker at all. Yeah, yeah. Not so I
0: think you're just like, uh, yeah, you, you you're you have a lot more knowledge about this stuff than we do.
1: Brian said Yankees not close. <laughs> oh, yeah, not you. close.
0: It was obvious. Like this was obvious. Yeah, <laughs> I would have bet. I would have bet like a kid on on him saying Yankees. Right,
1: which
2: kid though?
0: not one of the good ones
2: are the Yan- <laughs> is it baseball season yet is it happening yet Yes, May, baseball yeah. season is it, we're well we're well we're well underway i should have known that but yeah D- um don't but no say but, who... but ali has a point that i've seen way more uh uh one tree hill and challenge tweets from brian lately than i have anything about the yankees
1: don't put him in a box you know um true akiva don't say which kid but what mm-hmm. percentage of your kids do you think are good are the good ones Give us They're a all ratio. Good. Ratio just,
0: your kids. It goes by days. It doesn't go by, like, which kid. It's, like, which which kids are which days. Can you, know? you
1: tell that I don't know what being ratioed is? I just said ratio your kids, meaning, like, <laughs> tell me, like, two out of three, two out of four.
0: Um. Yeah, that's the, the best kind of being ratioed. I that?
1: don't know what – I don't really don't know what being ratioed It's, like, how I don't, don't really understand like, what something is. If I tweeted is.
0: right now, like, uh, you know, let's just say, like, um, the best episode of New Girl is – you know, or, like, the best uh, – Season of Survivor is like, and then I mentioned the worst season, and everyone was like, Burr. Burr. Redemption yeah. Island. And then so ratio is like no likes, no retweets, but a lot of replies. That's the ratio. Is replies. Oh no my god!
1: If you had given me a hundred guesses, I would have thought it was like then but Rob yeah. replies, and all of his, and then he gets like more attention. On like no, quote, no, no, no. no. That's something else. That's
0: it. Some, no, but it is tricky because you can get ratioed now with a lot of retweets because people dunk on you. Like I've you know you see sometimes people. Yeah, you're the quote
2: tweet, so it's really likes versus uh, replies. Yeah, that's why. Okay, all right,
1: all right. Well, Which I just really makes
2: me. no sense that they decided. You know, you can mute, you can not have people respond to your tweet. Yeah, but they, but they could demolish
0: you with a quote tweet. Absolutely, <laughs>
2: <Right>. it's interesting. <laughs> Sending it to their entire audience rather yes. than the alternative.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you you can have only people who follow you reply, but I don't think that prevents the quote tweet either.
2: I don't think so.
1: I have a so. question. It's a plug for another podcast that I've mentioned on this podcast. I don't know if I mentioned mm. it here the challenge. I don't think I mentioned it here. So Rourke Luskin, frequent guest on the Challenger Hap Up, um, has launched a new podcast with her friend Allie, who is TikTok famous under the name Finding Mr. Height. Have either of you heard of this?
2: Mm-mm. I heard your plug
1: for it. Okay, so it will become relevant. A great podcast. They talk about dating. They're very candid. Um, Allie is like a relationship coach, and Rourke is like a frequent dater in the world. So- they, um, it's a great podcast. It launches on Mondays. Finding Mr. Height, great. Um, so they have a segment called Weird or Nah, where they're like, he's still. I think this week's topic was like, your the part he or she is still friends with their ex. Is that weird or not weird? You're okay with it. Um, I want to do a Weird or Nah in the spirit of Finding Mr. Height, that just invites. Nick and Angie, forget whether or not they're the worst people that just Jess invites another couple on this first vacation with her boyfriend because she's nervous about being one on one with him. Is that weird or nah?
2: Matt, you wanna go first? Um, I say nah. It's it's the first getaway. If this was like, you know, their year anniversary or something, and it was like, hey, tag along. We're gonna have a party, then yeah. Uh or weird, sorry, is uh what i would have answered but no the first getaway it's like i don't know she seemed nervous obviously um that was the whole point of why she asked him to come so I, yeah nah
0: yeah i'm gonna go the other way i think it's really weird first of all again it's not her cabin or her boss's cabin it's his boss's cabin so now she is like taking upon herself like he thinks again this relationship which is like it may be becoming slightly more serious is mostly like sort of a hookup type relationship So he's hoping to go to this cabin and just hang out with Jess without having to worry about her roommates or anything like that for a weekend. And meanwhile, she's like, you know, this guy who I'm like extremely close to, Yeah, he's going to bring his girl, uh, you know, he's also going to come bring his girlfriend to the small cabin. They probably have one
1: bathroom. He almost said stripper girlfriend then didn't want to say it. Well, he said that. (laughs) It's like, well, like maybe people didn't see the episode. We all saw it. We all saw it. But
0: it's like, you know what I mean? There's no way he's happy about this. There's no way.
1: I'm sort of in between. I think it's weird. I totally agree with you, Akiva. But I would do it for all of the reasons that Matt said. Like, I think it's very real life. Something I might do, like, oh, it'd be more fun if it was, like, a group hang, and then it's less pressure, and then we're not just, like, sitting there the whole weekend, again, like, under this very recent relationship Mm -hmm. starting. It's almost a little, like, early to take a vacation a weekend away. So, like, Mm -hmm. in that sense, it's a little weird. So, I agree with Akiva, but I would be weird in this moment.
2: (laughs) Once you get there, give some space. Like, you don't have to spend all your time together, but you could do this activity together, share this very nice big cabin together, but just spend, like, you know, most of the day on your own and your couple, and then at nighttime, hang out, and then at nighttime, hang out.
0: (laughs) When you do this, just know that, like, either the gentleman is, is like, going to be disappointed, Allie, that you did this. Or, like, he finds out, like uh, – no, basically he'll be disappointed. Make, confirm that he's not – that he's that he's into it because uh, I feel like uh, Dr. Sam, probably not a fan of this idea, even no, though he ends up well, liking Nick's girlfriend.
1: Sam completely rolls with it, and I think you're wrong. Like, I think people should do – I'm going to trap you here because this isn't what you meant, but, like – People should do what they're comfortable with and not just run it by the men who want to, like, whisk them away solo. It's (laughs) the man's
0: trip, though. Like, it's, again, it's like uh, he's inviting her. She doesn't even have a plus one to this thing. No,
1: there's another weird or not that's, like, that they go to the boss's cabin. But the whole thing with, like, the owner's closet and there's a certain part locked up. Like, this is clearly, like, a vacation rental home. Like, otherwise they wouldn't lock up, like, certain things. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that. There's an extra room. It's not, like he paid for this hotel like whatever speaking of activities that they could do together matt people yes. want to know chloe g wants to know producer kelly wants to know matt stewart wants to know do you guys shoot guns have you ever shot guns do you want to shoot guns <laughs> most asked question
2: oh well, yeah all the time I, I can't get enough of those guns I <laughs> got the right crowd <laughs> yeah uh jewish gun lovers uh and gog um I have never touched one. Does a water gun count? Does a Nerf gun count? No. Um, does Banana's imaginary
1: in? gun count? No.
2: No. No, um, Banana has three the, guns,
1: first of all. The Cheetah's? The Cheetah's? And it's funny
2: because I'm like, you see all these people like going to shooting ranges and stuff and like you know, all those like the targets with like all the bullet holes through them. And I'm like, what'd you do there? Why? Why'd you do that? Why was that your fun activity of the day? I don't know. It just doesn't sound fun to me. Um, but clearly it's a lot of people's things. And uh I would have looked like Jess with the with the gun in my hand. Like, woohoo! <laughs> Somebody tell me what to do with this. Kiwi.
0: Only once. Um my my wife's family is like into it, so I went to a range, like one of the first times I ever met her dad and her brothers, and they're very good shooters. Um I was competent. I wasn't like disastrously bad. I think I hit like ten out of twenty five. It was like clay pigeon shooting or something. Matt, with a could shotgun.
1: You, could you ask kindly ask Akiva to stop clicking the mouse? Now, he never does it on Renat.
0: Yes, I do. Rob just doesn't hear it. I do it. I do it like my whole you life. You can hear it, just it on the pod.
1: Maybe it's the what we use to record. Anyway,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I do it my whole life. You were born with a mouse in your hand. My uh, dad, look,
0: like, when he comes to my house, he's like, stop clicking. Stop clicking.
1: Listen to That's him. First thing he says. <laughs> listen to him. Me and your, your dad and I. You're my Jewish Orthodox mom. Am mm-hmm. I your loosely conservative in religion? Uh, dad. Dad.
0: Mm-hmm. it's possible yes
1: <laughs> um i like was very afraid of like my dare officers gone on his like belt do people not in new jersey like know what dare is? is dare national Dare's probably national i think
0: i, I know what it is even though i, I we didn't have one
1: okay, yeah, okay. matt <laughs> yeah. do you know what
0: it is they did a lot of commercials on tv so you should know from tv
1: that dare might be in my age gap between me and matt i don't know that matt like, do you know
2: dare is um we had it in we had it in uh in middle school high school it definitely came around yeah
1: so i was like i remember my dare officer being in the school and me being like very afraid that he had a gun and then uh i was at a work event that was like held at like not at a former job that was held at like the italian club in new york city which has like a shooting range at the bottom in like the basement and i was like i'm not doing it i'm not doing it it was like you gotta do it and then i had a few drinks and i was like all right i'll do it but i like really was like i don't want to hold a gun i don't like it anyway Like, I see the fun of it in terms of, like, it's like archery. Like, it's fun to, like, do something and then look at your target. But, like, obviously, like, I don't enjoy shooting guns. All right. Let's get to the rest of it. Um, People don't know that we just had a big lag. Uh, Why would the Daryl officer have a
0: gun? Was he going to shoot people who were doing drugs?
1: No, let's not discuss that. But he was a police officer carrying a gun. Like, I mean, he wasn't walking around in his hand with it. But, okay. Um, we, it was
2: for us. It was like a I think she was in the military, uh, the, the woman that came around and her son was like in the school. So she was she ended up being some kind of like representative for them uh, for Dare. And now her son, who's like three years younger than me, has a child. So that's my story.
1: All right. Uh, shout out to them. So <laughs> I-, I like this question from Matt. Sir. I like all the questions we get, but just no- knocks at the transformer, turns the power off. Matt Stewart says, what's the best thing to do when the power is out? Do you guys have favorite uh, blackout activities? Uh, Not blackout in that way.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Irish goodbyes. Blacked out both ways. Um, When the lights go out. So uh, I think the answer is a lot different from when we were kids, you know, all those years ago, hundreds of years ago uh, to now. Uh, It happened recently. Like uh, last year, the power went out and I just went to the Target parking lot so that I could have uh service somewhere where the power wasn't out um so the same things you do
0: when the power is on which is just look at your phone like most of us
2: yeah 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 (laughs) but when we were a kid that was like uh it ended up being some of the funner more fun times
1: i loved when the power went out when i was a kid because then like no one could work and we like played board games but i almost think like today's kids won't mostly know that because you can still like you know, a storm's coming. You juice your laptop, you juice the iPad, mm-hmm. and like you wait out the storm, running your battery out of your technology.
2: But you got to play games. You can't have internet, right, when the power's out. So you got to just
1: yeah, but get if you have movies on. Or, so you could do 4G yeah.
2: sometimes.
0: Like it does. Like without the Wi-Fi, sometimes it works also. Um, but yeah, you have yeah, you still have phone access. Like it's more than you could have ever had back in the day. But the whole like your whole life was a power outage basically 50 years ago. You know.
1: But like when I, right. But like when the power went out, I remember second grade, there was like a huge storm. It was out for like days. And like I was at a school for days over it. And like, you know, my dad couldn't work like because you can't like, you know, whatever. So maybe he could have. Anyway, it was it was just like now when the power goes out, like I do the same shit I do now. (laughs) I just like I just charge my laptop. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So they get lit on the absinthe. Please pretend I didn't say get lit. I'm sorry to all the listeners. Um, and Angie thinks there's going to be a switcheroo where Nick somehow the only sober one there goes to tend to Jess and they come back down and Angie is trying to smooch Dr. Sam Akiva. Uh, you asked me, we did not have a parental unit from the editing room, warn you that this was not suitable for children. You asked me five seconds before you watched. If it was, I immediately Mm -hmm. said no, but what happened there? Did they, they end up watching this with you?
0: I heard my wife and daughters arguing about, like, whether they're going to watch Legally Blonde or something before they went to sleep or start a movie or watch one episode of a TV show. And I was like, hey, guys, let's I'm about to watch New Girl. And Mary usually watches me like, let's all watch New Girl together. And then as I was like getting ready and they were going to come in the room, I texted you. I'm like, hey, uh, this is kosher, right? And you're like, no. (laughs) So luckily I was like, false alarm. Go watch. And I don't know when they ended up watching. They're asleep now. But um, they watched something else. They did not come in the room.
1: All right. Av asleep at the parenting wheel here.
0: Terrible job by Av. Yeah, I agree. <laughs>
1: um, one thing I have to say, and we've talked about how these actors play drunk well in some situations and not well in others. You two non drinkers here. You are not suddenly completely sober after you vomit from alcohol. Jess and Sam both vomit and come back like they could drive a car home. Like you, That does not erase being blackout drunk.
0: Uh, yeah, no, it, I, who, can you give us the rings on, like, which, which of the new girl actors are best at playing drunk? I assume it's Nick.
1: I mean, I don't know, though, because, like, I, I think they were sort of trying to have some, like, hallucinogenic properties conveyed also. Like, I have no experience with absinthe, so I, I don't, like, Nick's, like, I, I like you, and I did like, it, like, that would probably not be normal for, like, a drunk thing. I let, Let's track that as we go. I think there'll be okay. other moments where they're drunk. I think this was, like some sort of like drug-esque thing, and I can't, I have no idea if they were playing that well. Fair enough. Fair think Once
2: they had those bottles. It's like fair enough. Like, but fair. Um, no, I was going to, okay, maybe we should send them the fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, they, uh, they, they really uh, went to town. They were like chugging. I'm like, I don't think that's how it works, but I also don't have a clue.
1: Speaking of Brian Cohen, the aforementioned Brian Cohen. Mm. When Nick and Jess are going at it and, and Nick sort of lashes out at Jess, like you only asked us to come because you don't want to be alone with Sam. Um, and Jess says, you can't light matches. Like you asked me to light matches because you think you're worried your fingers will burn. I also know that Brian Cohen also cannot light matches. So he would protect the Yankees and has his wife light all his candles. We learned that on the Challenger Up. Mm-hmm.
2: Light a match like a regular match, right? Like the uh Spart. Yeah, like
1: just a match. Mhm
2: I'm a big fire guy. Do you guys guys know that about me?
1: I that tracks. That that tracks to me.
2: Big big fire guy. Suburban guy
1: doesn't drink. Like Mm -hmm. high school, like lighten fires in his garbage can.
2: Love a (laughs) fire. Well, not in my garbage can. Um, Love (laughs) a fire. I, you know, uh, one time I like found a thing of matches and I just lit all of it. I had nothing else to do with them but just hit strike, blow them out, okay, and move on.
1: So That's would just... you be interested in the new girl number five NGOG uh, scent uh, charcoal?
2: I want anything with NGO. I, I think I said I wanted the uh, the dad hat when that was uh, well that wasn't the idea, but when merch was talked about I want I want anything with the, a logo, with the saying.
1: I took a walk today in my NGOG shirt, my one of a kind NGOG spirit jersey. Mm -hmm. And I thought, thank God, like not that many people listen to this podcast because it's so obnoxious (laughs) that I'm like walking on the water. (laughs) I'm walking in like a very crowded, like COVID safe, but crowded part of New New York City. And like, imagine Rob Sesternino like walking around in a uh, rehab shirt, like people are going to say something. Imagine like Joe Rogan walking around in a Joe Rogan, I'm sure he does. Like... People, like, would stop me. Like, you know, it's like, I'm, such, I'm so obnoxious and self-obsessed. But given that I'm, I made it for myself and nobody's listening, I think it's okay.
2: So about that dad hat.
1: I just ordered a dad hat that says red flag on it from the U Up podcast. I just thought it was so funny to wear a hat that says red flag on red? my head. It's white. Okay. I think no, we're not could. ready for red hats. We're not yet, ready for red Matt. hats. Maybe soon. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: still have a Mickey hat with, you know, red Mickey hat. Uh, I have been uh, waiting. I mean, you've got to feel for the Francisco 49ers fans. But. No, no ears. It's just the Mickey face on a red hat.
1: All right. So I, uh, Katie Sterino, who's like an Instagram influencer is talking about reclaiming the red hat, but I don't know that I'm, this is a white hat that says red flag and red, and you know, it would have been red with white writing, which would have been way better, mm. but that's a little too on the nose. Um, all right. We get from from Nick. I I was gonna say, do you like uh, dogs more than cats or chip? But I think he's got the right takes. Like it's dogs over cats. It's chipmunks over squirrels.
2: No, he doesn't.
1: <laughs> You're a cat person. I was gonna yada yada that.
2: No, you can't get away from that one. Are um, you a squirrel I mean, person? Uh, what was the option? Squirrel chipmunk, over
1: chipmunk. The little cute ones or squirrels. Um,
2: squirrels are pretty adorable. Chipmunks uh chipmunks are real, right those those aren't made up, yeah, those are real. yes, chipmunks uh, are real Alvin <laughs> fake <laughs> yeah. um I, I think I would go squirrel there, but I mean, uh, it's not even close. I got out of my car before getting home, you know, I have a car by the way, um got out of my car before, and a dog was sparking at me like a small little thing like why are you what what am I doing that is bothering you so much? I am getting out of my car. don't tell me it's saying hi, it's not
1: all right, uh Kiva, we obviously stand on the right side of this. Um, but I love the line, Dr. Sam, if you were a hat, you'd be a top hat. Producer Kelly, if each of you were a hat, what type of hat would you be? I have the benefit of seeing this question, so I have an answer for you guys. Do you have an answer for the other two?
0: Akiva. If I was a hat, what would no, I no. be? No, no.
1: If Matt and I were if hats, Matt, what would oh, we be? Oh, if you guys
0: were hats, what would you be?
1: Yeah, uh, we'll you're a you backwards
0: you hat, Allie. You're oh, like a, I'm hot. Like, like a like I'm hot.
1: <laughs> I've got f boy energy, and I'm hot. Love uh, I mean,
0: it. The f- famous picture of you with the backwards hat. And then, well, it's not, um, not about
1: what hat have you seen me, and then you're in no. I know, but you you NFL are
0: hat. you are you are a a <laughs> backwards hat. That's not NFL. My old you're an,
1: yeah, you're a Rob Lowe NFL shield hat. That's what you are. Just like a, a go teams.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, So you're a backwards hat, and Matt is. Hmm.
1: Wow, Missy's gonna be in love with me. I have to tell her I'm not I don't tell her I'm a background. Matt
0: is a um like a cool um Stop like right there. <laughs> beanie like like the Wait, like wait,
1: wait. A, I'm so excited.
0: A beanie, but it's like summer, but he's still wearing it. He can get okay. away with
1: it. Here's what I said to Kiva. Tell me what you think of this. I say that Matt is a beanie, but it has a propeller oh. on it.
0: I was <laughs> I was uh, really, really, really gonna say the same thing. Wow. I was like, I was gonna say, like, is there a is there a picture of you with a propeller? Like, is this inside our head somewhere, Matt? <laughs> There's not. Uh, plenty of pictures crazy. of me with a beanie, though. That's crazy because I was gonna say propeller, I and I'm you like, said it I'm being nice. I'm not gonna like add the propeller. We, that's crazy. We almost said like the most. Specific <laughs> I love when thing was in worried about
2: offending. I know, I guess, it's so me so in nice. <laughs> I feel like it's happened a lot.
1: Well, no, <laughs> I mean the fact that when you said a beanie with i was like stop right there we're saying the same thing <laughs> because it's it's like he's got a little hint of whimsy mm-hmm. there's edge there's like the emo side it's reliable it's yeah, comfortable yeah you're in it's on the a bit good friend. Yeah, and then there's the a bit. little whimsy a little spin at the top mm-hmm. yeah uh- <laughs> I don't maybe hate it's, it maybe it's repeller, <laughs> but it's on
0: could the propeller be on fire since he loves fire? Smoke? Well,
1: we're trying Ooh. to convince him and he's like, I'm not fighting it.
2: <laughs> no, I, I don't hate it. I was I was like expecting him to say like a Newsies hat or something like that. Eh, well, man, but...
1: I do think that Akiva is a newsboy cap.
2: OK, so I knew that there was energy of that in the room. I just it's, it it's
1: older than you think it is. Like or it's like not as old as it looks, but <laughs> it's old and uh, it's but it's cl- but it's classic. It's, there. it's been passed it's down. <laughs> Okay, hopefully Akiva's internet dropped out and he did not hear that. Um, I heard, I heard,
2: I heard everything. Matt,
1: what do you think me and Akiva are?
2: Oh, well, no, I like I like that uh, that description for Akiva. Do I have to do another one or? Um,
1: you don't have to force it. Whatever you look, think. Yeah, I don't
2: want to force it. No, that's that's where I feel Akiva is the uh, the pass down. Well, let's go with like a newsies cap. Like I said, it was in the room. Um, what <laughs> what is Ali? Ali is uh, oh, I'm being so unoriginal, but I like the backwards hat. Um, what other kind of hats are there? Uh, Viking, we, we
1: helmet, um, Viking helmet, Viking helmet, Uh What Simone? about like uh, like? A,
2: oh 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 a, a Borsellino oh, 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 oh. like uh, in the like SpongeBob a... episode where uh, he's got the like the 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 tubes that you can like drink something from. The <laughs> oh, food.
1: I love that. I'm the, I, that, that's also a sports fans hat, like the yes. beer the beer can hat on yes. SpongeBob when he's got the
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> SpongeBob Matt, live that's, in the flesh.
2: That's it. That's your hat.
1: Okay, I love it. I'm I'm a frat brother from both of your <laughs> perspectives. I don't hate it. Um, all right, so... Somebody,
2: can somebody draw us, like, all three of us in those hats?
1: Yeah, please. Uh, so Nick and Angie have this conversation, again, suddenly sober. Um, and Nick's like, don't change for me, but, like, don't draw pubes on my armpit. And Angie leaves a note, a la, I'm sorry, I can't, don't hate me, and splits and robs him. And to me, all I could think about is again so insane that she acts offended that Nick's judging her for being a stripper, when Nick is judging her for being crazy, and she is. She yeah. robs him.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's she's had pretty chaotic energy the entire time that we've known her, right? Or at least in this episode. Um, hard to uh, hard to see where Nick is was coming from here. Um, I don't remember exactly, you know, everything from the show again, having seen it once, but I feel like that didn't ring true to me for Nick that, that I, that's what I remembered him. Or I thought I remembered him as, as somebody that would be like, Oh no, let's keep making this happen. I thought he would have been like, all right, let's, let's move on. But he was like very much trying to maintain this relationship. Yes. I, I misread him. Like,
1: what's
0: what's your question? What is like Nick see in And My question
1: is just like, you know listen and respond to what matt said no i was asking matt like are you saying (laughs) (laughs) like what i don't understand What Nick?
2: i'm (laughs) I'm just i I didn't i I was surprised that nick was pushing forward to continue this relationship in the first place Mm. um i I feel
0: like uh, uh respectfully olivia munn's probably done that before like people
2: have been like i know i should get
0: out of this relationship but i'm not going to
2: i feel like you know a lot about olivia munn uh
0: no I know she used to date Aaron Rodgers the people hate Aaron Rodgers like not even for like on the field stuff like everyone hates off the field Aaron Rodgers. I don't um, keep getting back to sports. And then so I, I I think like anyone he dates is is automatically like oh there must be something wrong with them.
1: All right uh Nick Bucks redeemable for one item from my bureau and smiles what are Keeve Bucks redeemable for Akiva? Uh
0: stop uh one mouse click, and some Coke Zero.
1: Matt, Matt Bucks Liguori Bucks Spongebob Bucks A good long talk Okay I would Allie Bucks Are Hoarded by myself They're not given to anyone So mm. don't worry about it They have no mm. cash value Alright um, Let's get to the guide uh, You already talked about it Do we see Angie again You think no So then I have a question for you For Matt Stewart What would have been a better way To write off Angie from the show Or are you okay with her exit here I wish
0: it was an on-screen exit, something similar, but on-screen, like, hey, I'm robbing you, (laughs) something like that, (laughs) you know, instead of just, like, very, uh, like, low-key off-screen, like, he's reading a letter, we don't really, you know, so, it's a similar thing, but maybe with uh, Olivia Munn, like, saying goodbye.
1: See, I actually like this exit from her, because it is, like... She's not like a bad person, but I do think she would like have trouble confronting it in the moment. Mm-hmm. She like steals away at night. I don't like that. She robs him, honestly. Like, no. I think it's like they don't know what they want. They don't know if they want her to be empowered as a stripper or if they want her to be like the the quote stripper like stereotype that yeah. Nick like gets in trouble for saying. So I think she shouldn't rob her. She should steal away in the night. I would just have liked to see what the notes say. Maybe are. like, I hey, I they... took
0: a I took a gun or like
2: I took a gun in the absinthe or something. Is, I is don't the think they should steal. A character? <laughs> Is the boss a character that we ever meet?
1: Do you think Akiva that we will ever meet Sam's boss? I
0: don't think so. I, I think it was just like he kept, he said it twice, just to like hit home that like let's try and behave here, and she's not really behaving. Uh, I'll
1: resolve this. There there is no there's no consequences paid for the damage, the guns. I just but. feel like
2: if the boss doesn't get introduced, we could have we could have had Angie run off with the boss. Maybe the boss shows up.
1: All right, we the two part <laughs> episode, Cabin One and Two.
2: Yeah. I, I also think um
0: with with Angie she gets back together. We'll never see it, but she gets back together with that boyfriend from two two episodes ago. All
1: right, Matt, who won the episode here?
2: Hmm. Um I should have been prepared for this.
1: Um You wanna think about it? I'll go to Kiwi? Yeah.
2: We'll
1: go to Kiwi. Kiwi, who won the episode?
0: I think I I
1: you want to think about it? I'll go to the. No, I'm going to it to. In. I'm going to give it to Nick. <laughs> I, I
0: was thinking about uh, you know Winston beat Schmidt there. Jess is fun, but nothing spectacular from Jess. So I, I, I it's really between Nick and Winston. I'm going to give it to Nick.
1: Uh, Matt, you want me to go to the uh, I, audience? I,
2: I, 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 no, I, I'll feel uh, good about giving it to Winston here. I feel like he had a lot of fun with, uh, with the situation presented to him by Schmidt.
1: All right, I will read from the audience, and I'll give my answer. Uh, Matt Stewart, very simply, says it's Winston. Producer Kelly says it's Jess. She's funny, especially on Absinthe. Word games, word games, word games. Ends in a good place with Dr. Sam and is supportive to Nick at the end. Av agrees with Kiwi uh, from the editing room, says Nick wins the episode for extricating himself from a relationship that was great on paper but never had a chance to flourish. Turns out, absinthe doesn't make the heart grow fonder. That's pretty funny. Schmidt loses the episode for proving the horseshoe theory and hitting the point where he becomes so woke he's just a racist. Um, my answer is Dr. Sam. Clear winner in this episode. Like, comes out looking amazing by comparison to Angie. Uh, stay, again, he says, can we just focus on the fact that I was tripping on absinthe and rejected a stripper's advances for you? Comes out in a very strong relationship, survives his first vacation, fight free, uh, gets in nice with uh, Nick. I think they have like a nice repartee here. Dr. Sam. It right.
2: He could have been an option if he didn't run outside to go play with guns.
1: Fine. Felipe Shimon says, would you ever consider having a weekly form for each episode so the audience can weigh in on who wins the episode? If you need an intern to create the form each week, I really don't mind doing so, but I feel like I'm always like, wait, I think X wins the episode despite the producers disagreeing. Kiwi, we've gone back and forth. I fought you. You do not, you will not, not you do nothing for NGOG. You do a lot for NGOG, but nothing on Twitter. Are you willing, after the episode drops, to drop a weekly poll of who won the episode after the episode, just for people to weigh in, and we could talk about it in old business the next week, with the just the core four or five or whoever you're allowed, like other the th- top three or other.
0: I am. I'm just just like logistically, I'm thinking it, Twitter polls are annoying because they only offer four, and there should be like at least five or six options. Um, I do wonder we could narrow it down to four. I, I first of all, I, now I almost regret like us not doing it from episode one because it would be very cool to see like who has how many wins and, and We're stats evolving. like that. This is. I know, I know. Uh, you know, on Seinfeld, I didn't start rating the episodes. they like 25 episodes in. I'm like, shoot, well, I should rate the episodes.
1: your rating episode ratings are not canon. See, I learned what canon is.
0: <laughs> I'm going to ratio your canon. Okay, so <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, we can definitely do that. Uh, it's less valuable after the episode. I almost think, like, we should have the poll, bef- like with the episode and then people can vote
1: so i was thinking about that but then it's even like if we're there's not reliable
0: i can do it even if there's only like 10 to 20 voters like uh you, you know it, it's still but um, with
1: felipe it's not like a call and response like i think he's like i disagree with you so it's like the audience gets to speak after listening to our arguments you you know what kiwi i mm-hmm. i think it's fair to put it before if you're willing to do it um but i thought it was something you could plug you could put the link to the episode and say like i can do it i i
0: think it should be before like a pre-thing and and not a post thing or else like it will be boring to talk about the next week like oh one last week's episode we're already on to the next episode um all right we have a lot
1: yeah sorry to interrupt you but i know you wanted to only take an hour and we're like three hours in so we're, we are we uh, have a lot to get to, a lot more questions that can be addressed next week, so I will address them next week. I uh, want well, plug that Variety is doing a uh, new girl reunion at the virtual, Variety Virtual TV Fest. It's free if you just register. It's on June 8th, so obviously Kiwi won't be able to watch it. I have signed up. I will be watching it. So uh, just Google like New Girl Reunion if you're interested. I don't know how we'll do that, Keeve. If I should do like a 20-minute from the editing room myself to talk about it or I could quiz you on what you think. I-, I don't really know how we can address it. If that's something we're going to watch as our last episode, you watch the reunion. Um, but we- we're going to treat it in some way.
0: Yeah, I think you will watch it and then you for now you'll come back and be like, uh, you'll tell me what I can now. You'll You'll tell me the spoiler-free version of it
1: so yeah so i so the the event is june 8th through 10th i want to say it's the 8th but you know whatever look into it uh so just letting the listeners know that that's coming um we have boyfriend rankings right now we have russell then sam we're all okay with keeping it there did anyone did mm. sam involved in anyone
2: i don't think i can input i don't uh i haven't been watching along i've, I've been listening along
1: all right but, we have a banana minute no garner minute this week um, but we do have a banana minute, so I will cue that up. Here we go.
0: You know what I think, Yosef? What? I think you and banana should start your own podcast. No. What would the how would the song go? How would it go?
2: Um,
1: Yosef.
0: No,
1: that would not. Be Come on, sing song. it. Sing it. Yosef, Yosef, and banana. And macaroni go me the podcast. <laughs> that absolutely destroyed me. That he knows the theme song to since... a napkin. podcast.
0: Yeah, he hit the at the very end. <laughs> he hit the uh, he hit the note really, and like he throws I, the macaroni to go home. I you know I didn't <laughs> think it would be a three-person uh, pod, but there we go.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you. You know, I famously don't love three-person podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so except for all the ones that I participate in. Um, <laughs> but I'll I'll have... Yo-Dape Yo has a lot to learn about podcasting.
0: Mm-hmm. But the theme I'm not song gonna... he's got down pat.
1: I, it was very, very cute. So do your kids sing the Renap theme song? Do you play I that mean, for them? I
0: never... No, they've... I, I can't even, like, think when he would have heard it. I never have played any podcast Oh, on. don't
1: tell... I mean, he sang the song. Or you're saying that's a coincidence?
0: No, I don't think it's a It's not a coincidence. <laughs> he has heard the podcast theme song, but... Like I never play any of the three podcasts, so I can't even like imagine a scenario. I'm gonna have to like research how he knows it. I think like I played the musical for them once, but the, like I don't know. It's a, I don't know.
1: Oh, maybe that's know. how he knows it because that's re- maybe re- yeah, remix a musical. I think
0: don't kids like retain everything they?
1: Yeah, hear if he heard it that.
0: twice, I believe it. But it's not like a song he ever hears. It's interesting.
1: That was very cute. I really enjoyed that. Uh, mm-hmm. so thank you to Twizzlers. Um, for that, banana a minute, I'm not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> Matt, this was I, a lot of fun.
2: Yes, yes. Um, I've been looking forward to it. It's been circled on the calendar, and uh, we did it.
1: We have to run because Matt and I have another engagement. We are mm-hmm. going to be... Uh, doing our must-lose draft for the upcoming 37th season of the challenge uh, with the Bryans, Brian Scally and Brian Cohen. You guys decide who's who. People don't seem to understand. Um, and uh, that will be available when the cast is formally announced. Um, but look out for that in the coming months. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, Matt, what else are you up to? Um,
2: so, you know summertime I'm gonna be busy driving my car to work um but other than that i do uh or, or did i guess you could say did at this point an entire glee rewatch so you know if you're looking for other rewatch podcasts that exists but uh otherwise i don't know what else do i do we uh, yeah. never
1: would have been able to do it keeve but would you have preferred to do it at matt's pace in theory what did you guys? you did like a season a week
2: it was um. So no, eh, I don't know. Um. We pretty much recorded almost every day until we were done. Uh. I think out of like from start to finish, I think we skipped like fifty days or so, like fifty days in total that we did not record from oh one hundred and twenty-two episodes of the show or twenty-one hundred and twenty-one episodes of the show. Yeah, it was wild. Good. I mean, it was uh, it was a lot. I'm
0: uh, I'm a guest on one of those episodes. You are probably season three, episode fun. seven, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. usually what um, I, get, if I get asked to be on one of the shows, which I usually do not. It's for season three, mm-hmm. episode seven. And it's me, yeah. and not Rob.
2: Can't it was an Rob. insane pace, and looking back on it, it's like, wow, how did that happen? But we were in the middle of a global pandemic. I don't pandemic, think anybody's ever
0: done it are. before. Like, it is very impressive. It is such a unique uh, way to do it. Drop like, And a I don't regret it once. one bit
2: uh, at all, because, like... It was like people were if anyone was watching along with us like they were watching at that time and I thought it was a great fun inclusive experience and I know that if I had kept going like in at a weekly pace I would have
0: be nice to it would be nice to to get to the end of this to know I'm going to like see the finale of the show in less than two years or whatever it's going to be you know Mm
2: -hmm. but selfishly I would like you to keep going okay so. we'll keep Please going uh,
0: we will not pop pop out 50 in a week we I mean the only other that. way
1: to do it is to have recorded and then not like put them out there but you know I don't like recording things in advance um mm-hmm. but all right so uh you could also check out Matt's challenge coverage season after Steve is in on the Dom and Colin network and you could follow Matt at uh, Matt Lego What's your Twitter handle? Mm-hmm. No, that's it. You um, <laughs> before o. before O,
2: famously, very at, controversial. At Matt Legory. Okay,
1: I, I could have taken that shot. And then Kiwi um, <laughs> mm-hmm. was doing Renap. It was something like they watched. Oh, well, Josh Wiggler was on, and they did something with Josh. And that's always you watched great. watched the
0: Mario Brothers movie. Yeah.
1: Oh, can't wait to check people that out. That. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, people, your your little. Uh, what's it called echo chamber of an audience always likes everything you guys do. Um, <laughs> then um, <laughs> you did something on 32 fans I'm sure it's amazing smash it but it was great yeah um, And then I am still talking about match me in the middle match me if you can and the challenge all stars on uh, Robins podcast on Robinsonit.com slash yeah. challenge iTunes. one more episode this week will be the farewell to this season coming up on seven years talked about that a lot on this week's Mm -hmm. episode and uh you can follow keeve at keeve26 and that's where you can vote in the polls about who won the episode hopefully and you can follow me at lash tweets and i will be editing out how mean i was to keeve throughout the episode so you won't have to at me i didn't even Uh, notice that's
0: how that's how subtle it was
1: uh thank you to our five-star viewers we will address uh you guys in two weeks, but I was reading them and it made me really happy. Uh, except for the one Canadian listener who doesn't like us, but you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Two weeks from now, we will be back to talk about season two, episode thirteen, Kiwi. You ready for the name? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I always nail- forget it's that Matt is supposed to wrap it. up the show. I'm so bad at that. Oh no, just like get yeah. Out
2: um yeah, I'll do that.
0: It's All crazy right. how much I nailed this week's episode also.
1: No, you didn't. You just said everyone goes to a cabin.
0: Yeah, almost everyone went to a cabin. It's All called right. cabin. Edit this right. out. Now you're being <laughs>
1: mean. <laughs> um, Matt, do you want to give you want me to give the name and then you wrap up? Or you want to yeah, give the you name? you
2: give the name. I don't have to. All
1: right. It. The name is A Father's Love.
2: Ooh,
0: uh, whose dad are we gonna meet? I'm going to say Schmidt.
2: Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of NGOG. Until next week, have a good one. My
1: pet and my dog, my pet and my dog. My pet and my dog. My pet and my dog, my and my